gals, and there's also therapy too. Okay, great. So we're here. We're back. Are you recording? I am recording. Okay, great. Hello, everyone. Thank you for your patience. We're here. We're doing it. <laughs> we are doing it. Are okay. Oh my god. Okay, so we've got the possum. Super fun episode, I feel. I've got a lot of like random things going on, so that'll be really interesting to get into. I do want to say this is a bit of a recap moment, which we haven't done in a minute, like even when we were, you know, doing it regularly. Um, we mm-hmm. talked about how Rashida wasn't in this one very much or the last one. Um, and I did some research and um she was doing a ton of things. Like if you look at her IMDb in between two thousand nine, two thousand ten, like she was doing eight hundred thousand things but this one in particular she was doing the social network cool 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 okay so i, don't I totally remember. forgot she was in that that's what i was saying I, I was thinking that too i don't even remember her being in it if i'm being completely honest with you yeah huh when is uh i'm gonna look it up because i'm gonna forget and i really hope that it didn't just delete all of my notes no it didn't okay, okay. thank god oh god <laughs> oh my gosh i would have cried me too um no i'm gonna look up when i love you man came out Oh, yeah. It was in that same uh, time frame, 2009, 2010. I saw that, too. So it was like, that's what I'm saying. She was doing 800,000 different types of movies. Like, I Love You, Man, Our Idiot Brother, she did as well. That's Um, right. She was doing that all in the same time frame. Was that that early, though? Yeah, it was like 2009, 2010 is when it came out. Oh, wow. I don't know why, like, my brain thought it was, like, when I was in college. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean... It's crazy. I can't imagine doing that many things all at once. But yeah, yeah, Insanity. I'll have to go back good and watch her. the social network. Yeah, good for her, girl. But I really don't remember what she did in that movie. But I, if I'm being honest, I don't remember a ton of people in that movie. So it's fine. Um, I just remember that everyone was like freaking out that Justin Timberlake was in it for a brief second. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Andrew Garfield was pretty big in that. And Correct. Um, Jesse Eisenberg, which was this is just a side moment for those people out here that love SNL. They did a hot little moment where Jesse Eisenberg was hosting and they brought mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg in, who he plays. Oh, in the yeah, movie. I remember that. And then it was mm-hmm. Andrew Andy Samberg, too, because he plays Mark Zuckerberg in mm-hmm. SNL. And so they just all three. I just right. remember that really clearly for some weird reason. And I had to mention it. I don't know why, but it's here we are. I think you remember it because it was, well, maybe this is just me, but one of the reasons why I remember it is because it was so fucking awkward because um, (laughs) I don't think someone had said that like, what's his ass? Jesse Eisenberg had never met Mark Zuckerberg before that Mm. moment or like before SNL. Oh, yeah. And so they were kind of just staring at each other and it was so weird. (laughs) Yeah. And he had he had been him an entire film. Exactly. And so that's like, and Andy Samberg has no, he has absolutely no regrets or right. no, like, you know, he's, he's not standing there being like, I'm so sorry I made fun of you. No, he's like, yeah, he's like, this is, he's what happy it is. about this it. Is hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of which, by the way, oh, oh Lord, here we go. We're already getting on tangents. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. It's okay. I just watched, uh, I was speaking of Andrew Garfield. I just watched Tick, Tick, Boom. <gasps> was it good? Oh my god. It is stunning. I was so shooken, shooketh, whatever the kids say. It was <laughs> so good. And Andrew Garfield's performance was stunning. And he actually I didn't realize this until I looked it up on IMDb during the actual thing, but he um got an Oscar nomination for his performance in it. 
Um, That's awesome. He was so good. He was so good. And the whole cast was wonderful. What's her name? Uh, Vanessa Hudgens is in it as well. And oh, cool. the whole cast was just amazing. But um, And Lin-Manuel directed it. And um, for those of you who aren't familiar, this story, Tick, Tick, Boom, is a musical. But like they put it into a movie version. And this is a story of the uh, fella who wrote Rent. Um, and this was like his first kind of biggish thing before uh, Rent became popular. Um, so it's kind of like it kind of bookends like there's documentary moments almost at the beginning and ending of like what happened in between uh rent but uh it's it's so good i highly recommend it you will cry don't don't worry about that <laughs> but you will cry but it's prepare so yourself for emotions yes Anyway, so, um, yeah, okay, so Rashida was doing the social network, so that explains why she was not um, a super mega part of the last couple episodes. Um, and then the, the, the next thing on my recap, I did not mention, I feel so awful about it, I wrote it in my notes this last time, but I didn't bring it up, the other go-go dancer. We talked about Sarah Sanderson, who was the one that plays Cindy. Cindy, right? Yes, um, but the other go-go dancer who was the brunette, I believe she was brunette, um, was in it as well, uh, and her name is Rebecca Benson. I couldn't find her contact info or her social, so I don't know where she is, but if she's listening, hello, and you were funny, and I'm so sorry I didn't mention you in the other episode, but I'm mentioning you now, so <laughs> anyways. Perfect. So that's the recap. Okay, so now getting into the possum. Um, this was written by Mike Scully, who is a huge producer and writer for The Simpsons, Duncanville, which, by the way, have you watched that yet, Duncanville? I have not. Um, okay, I need to. There are, like, really famous people in that, though, right? Yeah, Amy Poehler is the one who, like, that's started it, it slash produced it all. Um, but, like, there's a ton of, you know, guest stars and stuff that we've seen from Parks, too. But anyway, he was a producer and writer for that show, too. Um, huge thing for Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, and he's also written three episodes of Parks, which we talked about him on Ron and Tammy, uh, this mm -hmm. one, and then The Comeback Kid. But also, friendly reminder, that he also was the one that um i think i just burped a little bit i'm so sorry um <laughs> that was not why i was internally laughing either oh okay what were you internally sorry. laughing about <laughs> because the comeback kid oh is yeah. that not the episode where we have the outtake of andy <laughs> making a really yes. inappropriate joke about kim kardashian I'll leave that for anybody to Google the bloopers for themselves. I'm not going to repeat it. Okay, I won't repeat it either then. But it's hilarious. It'll be <laughs> a nice so little funny. treat. It'll be a nice Sorry. little treat. I don't know exactly. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Great one. Um, uh, anyway, no, friendly reminder that Mike Scully, who wrote this, was a uh, member in the Grizzle episode when they're sending things that, you know, no one could possibly know unless you mm -hmm. were stalking them. Those little care packages. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, this guy was like a guest star in the town council who had those like little miniature uh, stuffed animal type situations and one really looked like Ron and it, but it wasn't really Ron it was it was like Tom Selleck and it was like Tom Oinkington or something oh, yeah, like um, that uh, some pun oh Piggington <laughs> sorry I'm gonna look it up because I'm gonna be really really frustrated okay well while it. you're looking that up he was the one that had those little what you call it in there um, had those little um Oh my gosh, animals. So you've seen him before, you know you love him, and all that good stuff. So that was who it was written by. Uh, and then it was directed by Tristram Shapiro, Tristram with an R uh, after the T. And um, he's directed so many things. Um, did you find anything, Maddie? I'm, I'm, I'm skimming, but oh, I'm okay, also okay. listening. 
<laughs> okay, no, I just want to make sure that I wasn't like, you know, interrupting or anything. No, if you had I, will, I will look at you and point when I find it. Okay. Did you have anything, by the way, on Mike Scully before I move on to Tristram, though, the director? No, you hit it. Okay, great. Um, we've already seen him before, so I feel like we kind of knew. But anyway, uh, Tristram, the director, he's directed so many things. He directed four episodes of Parks. Um, he was also a huge, huge director for Community. So he did about 20 or so episodes of that. Um, so if you watch Community, you've definitely seen Tristram's work. Um, he also worked on New Girl, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Veep, Never Have I Ever, Workaholics. I mean, so many things one episode of grace and frankie all those shows i love um none of those guys had email addresses so sadly i couldn't contact them unfortunately but mike scully has a twitter so i did tweet at him but i think i said that in the last episode too with ron and tammy but uh but yeah so great team here perfect yay i love it i did not what happened to um, unbreakable kimmy schmidt did they end up finishing that and i just like didn't stay on top of it because the first season i absolutely loved it but i don't remember watching anything past that and i know there was a second season yeah i have no earthly idea i think they did end it but i Mm. yeah same same with me i watched uh, the first few seasons i think and i did love it i just fell out of touch yeah so fair but yeah so okay well um do you have anything to add to tristram the director i don't okay again you hit the nail do we do we do have some cool guest stars yes this this time though yeah i'm very excited about it we have so many um okay great well i have written summary so i am ready for a summary please okay perfect (laughs) here we go Okay. I'm going to find that later and maybe we have to recap it, but it is what it is, but I'm not letting go. Oh, we'll find of it. We will the find pig, it. The pig, Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I think it is? What? Tom Selleck. Ooh, that that's it. I think that's it too. And if it's not, that's fucking dope. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if if they didn't write it like that, I'm taking credit for having my own. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. Here we go. A summary of the possum. Leslie is tasked with creating a task force to catch the infamous Fairway Frank, a possum who bit Mayor Gunderson's dog, Rufus. With no help from animal control, Andy catches Fairway Frank, or does he? This spirals into a power trip for Andy to get Anne back and a moral moral dilemma for Leslie, who has to choose between saving a possum's life and and mayoral favors. In the meantime, Mark takes on the hefty task of helping Ron bring his woodshop up to code. Ooh, that was a very detailed and professional summary. I loved it. Covered everything. Thank you. I wrote it when I was done doing progress notes one night, so my brain was in clinical mode. (laughs) That makes so much sense. (laughs) <laughs> and you were right. It is Tom Selleck. I found, I typed in Tom Selleck, pig, parks and rec stuffed animal. <laughs> oh, st- okay. I did that, but without the stuffed animal. And there is oh, the okay, key. Okay, okay. There was the key. Um, it, But it just came up with, um, it's on IMDb. And I thought that there would be like multiple ones, but um, that would require me like digging a little bit more. And I just, we're not going to, that's not where we're at right now. But yes, Tom nope. Selloink was in like the description of it, which is dressed in a Hawaiian shirt, much like Selleck's Magnum PI character. <laughs> yeah. Which I've only really seen Tom Selleck, um, in friends me too if i'm being well, honest that, okay that and that's mine but my mom knows him from what's the other cop show blue bloods i think it is mm-hmm. that's currently blue bloods, on. yep yeah mm-hmm. she talks about him all the time <laughs> i can picture that yeah that's great totally okay <laughs> so cold open the opening are yeah. we ready 
What do you got? We are. This is this is a short one, Holly. Like mm-hmm. I honestly like I was like, wait, it's over. Yeah, it was a short one. Yeah, and this is also but, one of those ones. So to, uh, well, not one of those ones, but um, I remember Aziz talking about this. So to recap or to refresh everyone's memory, this is where Tom walks in, gives Anne a bear that has a nanny cam in it. And like it doesn't tell her that it has one in there. And I remember Aziz in one of his stand up specials saying like some things in parks would not have flown. And this was one of the scenes that he talked about. <laughs> like yeah. This would not have aged well. <laughs> Oh, it definitely didn't age well. Like, this is 100% sleazy Tom, mm-hmm. like, situation. Um, and, like, not even the fact that there's a nanny cam in the bear, but he also goes through some tasks like she could do, right? Oh, like, yeah. In front of the bear. Doubling down like, on it. And I love how Anne is so smart, and she immediately is like, there's no way he's giving me just a straight-up bear. This definitely has a camera in it. 100%. 100%. But I do have to say, I mean, as shitty as it is, Donna saying that she'll take it with, with like already knowing. That and her a- face, like when when she's told that there's a nanny cam in it. I know. I know. Oh, my God. It truly ties it together. I don't think the joke would have worked without Donna. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. If it had just been like, oh, Tom's a sleazeball and the end, you know, like we needed that. It's the redeeming quality of the cold open. Yeah, I agree. Oh, my God. Donna's the best, though. I love that we're slowly seeing her get her little sassy moment. Um, Yeah. It's perfect. I love it so much. Um, Okay, so now I'm at uh, Anne's house. Are you at Anne's house? Yeah, I am. And I love that April asks if she can read Anne's mail. (laughs) Can I read (laughs) your mail? (laughs) That's such an April thing to do. Yeah, totally. I like that also. She said that they never really have like bonded, but she's thinking that they could be friends or whatever. And then April's like, I don't like Anne in the middle of that sentence. First of all, the editing is just choice. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That editing is amazing there. Yeah, I it's love that. so good. But also like, I don't know. I guess I understand where Anne is coming from, but I don't know why she feels like she needs to bond with her. I don't either. And honestly, like, I was like, why is she asking April to do this? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like you could bond with April other ways. Because first of all, the way she's seeing bonding with April is doing something where Anne's not even there. Right. Right. Like, and having April interact with Anne via her house, not Mm -hmm. her personally. And then also, I understand why she didn't ask Leslie. She's seen Leslie's house. She's like, I'm not letting that happen to my house. Mm -hmm. But like, we know from um, this yeah, from earlier episodes, the Halloween episode, that she has nurse friends. Right. So, like, why didn't she ask a nurse friend? Or a neighbor. Or even Mark, her yeah, boyfriend. Or, right! Or Mark! Oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. That is so true. Yeah, I was just like, why is April the one you're asking? And, I mean, I also just think that's a recipe for disaster. Totally. So many stories so, can come of it, which, obviously, we see. But you know what else? Yeah. I, I was As I was watching it, I was wondering if it was kind of that thing that they talk about in Office Lady where the writers try to place two random characters together mm-hmm. that haven't been really placed together uh, and see if like what comes of that. But you're right. like She's not even there for them to have a moment. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the most interaction we get with them in this episode is Anne going through the rules and telling her not to let Tom have a copy of a key. <laughs> right. And then, um, in the end, when we get to the end, they have that really awkward interaction. Right, <laughs> um, right. So that's really, that's really it. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
that's that's yeah. just the psychologist in me it's like no why? i agree like you're interacting <laughs> yeah this is not a bonding moment whatsoever yeah. maybe it's like you know doing trust or uh, doing trust like you know you're getting trust from someone else uh, i guess mm-hmm. oh my God. i don't know anyway whatever no, we yeah. we will never know the exact reason but regardless it it, it does make for some good stories um mm-hmm. and also friendly reminder um ann is leaving town so she asks april to watch over her house and uh i think i don't know is it in a deleted scene or am i correct in saying that like she's going to some nurse convention did they say that in the show that must be in a deleted okay. scene because I don't remember her mentioning where she's going. Okay. So that's where she's going. <laughs> okay, <laughs> in cool. case anyone Good was wondering. <laughs> Which, like, so maybe that that's thing? why her nurse friends didn't take care of her house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nurse conventions are real, though. I mean, they have to be. I know they have, yeah. like, medical uh, conventions all the time where they do, like, lectures and things like that. So it must be like that. Um, I'm pretty sure. And if any nurses listen to this, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But... Um, I believe they have to do continuing education. So those those mm. conventions count, like the hours count towards your continued education. Oh, that's great. I'm yeah. imagining this is so stupid. Like the nerd in me is imagining like a nurse con or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's stupid. awesome. That's not what happened, I don't think. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, so now we are at Evelyn Ruchland. What a name, what a name from the mayor's office being brought in mm-hmm. by Ron. And Leslie says, I've always dreamed of you. <laughs> <laughs> love that line. I have it quoted in my notes. It's I wonderful. Um, Do you have anything yeah. on Evelyn or like what who she's played by? No, I don't. Okay, so I got you because <laughs> she is played by Judith Moreland and she's been in a bunch of stuff. A TV series um, called Bosch, which I didn't know. Um, but she's also been a co-star on How to Get Away with Murder, Upload, Love, Blackish, many others. She's like one of these actors that has been um, in just so many things. Um, I mm-hmm. loved her performance. I thought she was great. This kind of like cut and dry attitude and this like, yeah. blue outfit that they have her in. I thought it looked so perfect. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think she did. Uh, she has that very prestigious type of vibe going. Yeah. And definitely seems like the type of person that Leslie would look up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even this like power move to prefer to stand because Leslie offers to, for her to sit down. So right. interesting. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, so, yeah, so she says Mayor Gunderson was playing golf at Pawnee Municipal and his dog Rufus was bitten by Fairway Frank, which is this possum that's been terrorizing the golf course, as you've been, as you mentioned in your summary. Um, And they show that he's number three on the most wanted pet list. (laughs) I cannot tell you, Maddie, how long and hard and so stupidly laughed at Poopy. Uh, it's so funny poopy is number one and he poops all over the high school cafeteria it's too much we should take a screenshot and post it of that whole wanted poster oh oh my god i'm pretty positive i took a picture i don't know if i have it now it's probably like a long from a long time ago but i think i did take a picture of the whole thing because i wanted to see who all was on this list i'll post it in stories or on the whenever we upload this episode oh my god it's so and she just says it with so much like professionalism and commitment where she's just like this is poopy not like any sort of humor gracing her tone (laughs) well and like i feel like that's the greatest one of the coolest ways that they have Pawnee portrayed because to all of us that's like what the fuck absolutely and to her it's like this This is is my job this is a normal day i don't know what you're talking about (sighs) 
It's so funny. Oh, my God. But so, well <laughs> so Evelyn asks Leslie to head up this task force. And oh, my gosh, Leslie like looks like she's about to. And I'm like, sorry if this is like too much for you. But she really looks like she's about to have like some type of orgasm or something at the mention <laughs> of a task force. Like her face is like her O face. I know. She's so <laughs> excited. <laughs> she's so excited and like turned on by it, basically. Yeah. I know. It's like what she's always wanted, like to, to have some like it's straight from the mayor's office. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's I'm a big also deal. like, is does everybody know the mayor as well as Leslie does, or is this just like a Leslie thing, you think? I feel like that might be a Leslie thing. I don't think many people know or care too much about who their mayor is. Yeah. No, and I'm gonna be honest with you, like I know our mayor's like name if I mm-hmm. hear it. But I don't really know anything about him. Yeah. I follow our mayor on Instagram. That's very Leslie of me, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe some people will know. But I don't think to the certain extent that she does, for sure. Right. It's just because she made that comment, like, everybody knows Rufus, obviously. And I was like, I wonder if everybody does know Rufus or that's just you. Right. Right. Exactly. I don't know that I would know my mayor's, like animal names that's for damn sure unless he posted it on instagram if you're in nashville your mayor's name is john cooper fyi (laughs) and he's been working really hard so uh leave him alone but uh whatever anyway um (laughs) so they're gonna dance on the grave of a possum which is hilarious because again she says it so seriously um yep and then i love ron's line here Uh, Leslie's like, Rod will show you around and give you a tour. And he's like, uh, right this way is the exit. Yep. <laughs> I I think that's my favorite line. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I so think good. it's because I want Ron's forwardness of like when we're done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yes. really bad at that. Like boundaries of like, hey, like I don't have any more time and I'm sorry and I care about you. But like we're done. Here's the and door. I, I wish I had Ron's like, yep, and here's the exit. Peace out. I know. It's hard to have that balance, I feel, um, Mm -hmm. of like, you know, I don't have any time, so leave me alone now. But also like, does it fizzle out? Yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, Yeah, and I don't mean... Um, friend wise I mean professionally for oh 100% sure. yeah so. like if you're in a meeting and it's just like kind of going to small talk or you're just starting to repeat the same fucking things you're like okay we're done now right like yeah. no we don't need this this is unnecessary no and especially Ron Ron's not going to show anybody around City Hall are you kidding me absolutely not well, I know Leslie what are you thinking yeah <laughs> yeah she just wants to get started on her task force immediately yeah Um. but anyway okay so now April is bringing Andy coffee and says that hot orange juice is one of his favorite hot drinks. You That have you ever had like just lukewarm orange juice? Yes, like, it's not it got, good. It's gross. So I hot. Don't understand. Like imagine microwaving that, Holly. It's disgusting. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. It kind of reminded uh. me of when Aaron in the office makes like boiled Gatorade for that old lady in Florida. <laughs> yes. It's Andy oh, and Aaron. Aaron would be like well, a different Andy. They're both and dogs. Yeah, they're both dogs and toddlers, yeah. like you said last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he really needs this coffee because he has a bad case of shoe shine head today, which is so self self diagnosed. 
self-diagnosed. Um, and then April has that talking head of like explaining what shoeshine head is for Andy. And um, I don't know if you noticed this, but did you notice that her Galentine's Day mural is in the back, like leaning against the window? The thing, I didn't. Oh my gosh, the thing that she makes for that Leslie makes the uh, for them. It's so cute. Oh, and then there's a little pen awesome. in her mug that's shaped like a heart, and it says whatever. On the little heart. <laughs> I want that, number one. But number That's two, it's so, so cute. Cool. Like, all the different details they give to April. Yeah, and keeping, like, and that shows, like, she actually has, she cares about Leslie. Oh, huh. Oh. You know? Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, I, I think, think that I she think nice. probably would play it cool and say, like, no, I don't care. But she does. Yeah. She so does. And we see it later in the episode, too, which I'm excited to note because it's like they have a very cute little moment. So we'll get there. Yeah. But, um, it's so the thing, cute. She's so thing, into him. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she's so into him. And he's so oblivious. So, so oblivious. Oblivious. But, the thing is, like, he obviously cares about her, but he's not forward about it, right? Like, he's not, right. like, he's not giving, like, I don't think she's oblivious to him liking her. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, don't think he's she, giving off oh, vibes. Oh, like, caring? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he's giving uh, no, off I vibes agree. that, like, he cares about, like, that he has feelings for her. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, we see talking heads every once in a while where it's like, she's so awesome. Like, and, you know, we're like, oh. You do care. Yeah, about her. I think right now he's not seeing her romantically. He's just seeing right. her as like this really cool, amazing person. And I did write some like detailed notes that um, are not on this very page right now. So when we get there, I'll talk about it because yeah. there are some points when like things happen, and I'm like, Andy, you have to know. You have to yeah. know. You're you're not that dumb. <laughs> well, I mean, he Maybe is. And he is. Isn't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's he's a little. Um, you're right. I he, mean, he's I'm just talking a about a guy retriever. who. He is a gold retriever. Yeah, I'm talking about if you're the guy not throwing who's like the treat he wants in front of him. You know, he's not focused on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the treat. Did you yeah. just say treat? Yeah. Okay, because this is reminding me of the um, the cures for shoe shine head, which is <laughs> napping on the floor, cheeseburgers. <laughs> I love the napping on the floor bit. I know. That's it's great. So specific. Yeah, but, um, it's very specific. I also like randomly, I kind of have to give big props to the background actors because in all of these talking heads, you see a lot of business going on in the windows across the courtyard in the halls. Like it looks great. I think it really looks like they're in an office and it doesn't look overdone. It doesn't look like they're trying to, you know, be too dramatic with it. It just, I think it looks so real. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, they, they're just very thorough, right? They don't let anything go unturned. They don't want anything to, to seem unauthentic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's just, it's really good. Yeah, it's good work by the, the background actors, but it's also good work by, um, I'm assuming, Greg Daniels and Mike Schur, who are mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we, we need people in the background here to yeah. make it look like stuff's going on because it's a, in the middle of the workday. So, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know if these have been here before, but these were new to me seeing them. Um, shoelaces hanging behind the shoe, the shoe shine stand. I feel like I've seen them before, but I do feel like in this one they were on like serious display or something. Yeah, like the way yeah, that well, they framed it. Maybe it's where they were standing or something. It you could can really be, yeah. see them. Yeah. Well, because at first I was like, are those chapsticks? Mm-hmm. Are they? No, they're markers. No. Okay. No. 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 Those are shoelaces, mm-hmm. which way, makes way more sense than selling markers <laughs> at a shoe shine stand. Yeah, totally, but, totally. But, like, it's interesting because I feel like the shoelaces that I've seen, they're, like, bright red or something like this. 
Were you these seeing were like darker brown. ones? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, these so were like good. brown. Okay. Yeah. That would make yeah, more sense like a to tan. me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yes, that would make a lot more sense if your shoes die or something happens at work, you need some nice ones. There you go. Not bright red ones like I was uh-uh. like seeing somehow. With your suit. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> right. Okay, so now I'm at um, where Ron wants Mark to look at his wood shop if you are. Do you have anything before yes, that though? Yes, and um, Ron, for someone who doesn't like people invading his privacy, he walks right up to Mark's, um, it's like a desk easel situation that like mm-hmm. architects have, right? Like that it tilts up. Mm-hmm. And he just lays the plans out in front of Mark, like, like as if Mark wasn't doing work. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Ron, dude, like, what are you doing? You want someone to do you a favor, like you have to be a little bit more respectful, I feel. But this is also, it's not only telling of who Ron is, but it's so telling of Mark's character. Like just someone walking all over him and just like throwing shit on his desk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I uh, really like, I really like seeing their relationship because we don't see a lot of their interaction other than like, I mean, hunting trip, we got to see them interact a little bit. mm -hmm. But um, like this is this is a big Mark Ron episode, mm-hmm. and I also like that we kind of get to see Mark come out of his shell a little bit. Definitely, so, I know. It's a good, and I, good setup. We talked about this before. I love when Mark kind of like and Anne really, but when they kind of stand up for themselves or just like yeah. yell or something. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah, I agree. So, so we're but, we're getting set up for this this relationship here in this episode where Ron wants Mark to just approve the is he making changes is that what he wants yeah make, well is, he wants like a wood shop expansion so he's trying to expand right. his wood shop and so ron has to get mark to sign off on it because he's a city planner or whatever but um okay, yeah but yeah i i paused by by the way or i didn't pause i counted so there's this pause when mark asks you know it won't be a problem as long as you have everything up to code you have everything up to code question mark and ron pauses for eight full seconds nice before he says nope (laughs) like will that be a problem (laughs) nope yep that's (laughs) great it is so wild how long that is but yeah it was so funny (laughs) well i um just like some background because um i couldn't remember if he was making a change or he needed he just needed an update on something i don't Mm -hmm. remember but like i'm glad you told me he was doing an expansion but Mm -hmm. i feel like mark's doing him a huge solid here because Mm -hmm. these city like things that you have to do because when we were knocking the wall down at the restaurant like i kid you Mm not we we were knocking down like four feet wide and like 10 feet tall maybe not Mm -hmm. even 10 feet it's probably eight feet tall and it took us like two to three months to get it done because Mm -hmm. we had to go you like they have to come assess if you can actually cut that wall open they have to come and like all the city planners have to do this and then you have to have an architect and then the city planner has to approve of the architect changes and it's like i'm like at the end of this episode i was like Mark totally like did Ron a solid because this could have taken forever. Hundred percent. He, like, he helped him out, but like Ron, and I'm I'm glad it ends the way it does. But it's like Ron, like dude, you should go into this being like, please help me, not like just approve it. You know, literally, yes. Because Mark is actually like you said, helping and telling like not only telling him what to do because that would be what any city official would probably do like no stamp mm-hmm. no you know but he's like right. actually doing the work with him you know right yeah That's it takes crazy. a half day 
What oh a man. God. What a guy. What a guy. But uh, yeah, so this is the first talk of the animal control department. Is that where you are now or where you have gotten in your notes? Um, yes. And my first note is that I love whenever Leslie goes out in the field because she gets out of those suits she has and she, her hair immediately goes up in a ponytail. Yeah. And she has her Parks and Rec jacket. I love it. I love it too. I love it. Yeah, 100%. So, She's like business lady. I'm out in the field doing my work. I love that. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, so this so, is our first animal control talk. I love it so much. What have you got on this one? Well, I've got we've got three three big guest stars here. Mhm. Right? Huge. We have Paul Am I going to I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Racy? I know, R A C I. I didn't look up how to pronounce it. Is it I was going to say Rocky, but wouldn't that be C's. two C's? Yeah. Two C's, yep. Um Rossi yeah. or Racy, we'll see. Either one. Yeah, I don't know. But he was, um, I have to give a shout out because he was born in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So um, he uh, won an, uh, I got to look through what I wrote down. Um, TV, um, we have, um, he was in an episode of Baywatch, LA Law, mm-hmm. um, CSI, ER. Um, so like a lot of those like scrubs and... Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Perry Mason, that's a new uh, new show coming out, and he's um, it's he's a recurring character in that. So if anybody wants to keep watching him, look mm. out for that. And then um, the film, um, he was in Rent a Cop, The Glimmer Man, Fighting Tommy Riley, She Wants Me, No Ordinary Hero, Hero, Sound of Metal, which looks really good, but I've never heard of it until I did this research. So I don't know if you know anything about it. I heard amazing it. things about it. Yeah, okay. I haven't is seen that... it, but a lot of my music friends are saying it's wonderful. Okay. And do, do you have any idea what it's about? Yeah, it's about a specific band. Uh, I can't remember okay. which band, but um, yeah, it just talks about the, I think it's just about the metal um, industry or n- industry. Yeah. I'd say like that. It's not an industry. Well, maybe, but the genre. Okay. Yeah. Um, But he was nominated for an Oscar for that. Oh, that's cool. I I did not go fully into it. Yeah. Um, but he like I don't think he won, but it mm-hmm. said nominated for best supporting actor. That's so cool. So yeah. At seventy three. Wanna... Wow, that wait, 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 what seventy three? He was seventy three when he was nominated. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, and that was yeah. the first nomination. Um, yeah, American he ever drama had. film directed and co-written. Oh, sorry, go ahead. First, what? Oh no, I was just gonna say that's the first nomination he's ever had, and he was like seventy-three, and he's been doing this since the nineties. So that's kind of, or earlier than that, maybe even. But like, that's I thought that was cool. Yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay. It's about this metal drummer and um, who loses his hearing. That's what it is. Um, I thought it was about a specific band, but I think that he's in a band, obviously, in the show. But it's not a. It's not like a band that's around right now. But um, it's a heavy oh. metal drummer's life is turned upside down when he begins to lose his hearing, and he must confront a future filled with silence. And it was like a huge deal, and everybody loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, okay. I think that's great that he was in that. Yeah. So, but speaking of Scrubs, though, I looked this up too, and apparently he was in the episode with Jiggly Ball. Um, if anyone is a Scrubs fan, but I don't really even remember uh, him in that, so I gotta rewatch that episode because I definitely yeah. remember Jiggly Ball, but I don't. <laughs> He's probably one of the people yeah. who like threw a ball at JD. But anyways, 
could be could be a thing. Um, so I don't think we see him again um, because we we go back to animal control and we see Harris and um, Brent. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's his name? Okay. Sorry, the internet you. was cutting out. <clears throat> no, that's okay. Um, because sorry, I'll get to why I couldn't remember his name in a second. But we see them yeah. over and over, right? But um, uh-huh. like at least another time, but we don't see him again. So sad day. Did you have anything right. else about Paul? No, that's pretty much it. Perfect. Okay. So then I have Colton Dunn plays Brent. And oh, also um, it's Brett. I'm sorry. I thought Brett. you were saying thank Brett, you. but it's yeah, no, it's Brett. Thank you. B-R-E-T-T. Um mm-hmm. the reason I can't remember is because I know him as Garrett from Superstore. <laughs> so that's like yeah! 100% how I know him. So sorry. Um but anyway, so yeah. that's the that's the main thing. And he has a really big part. If you guys don't watch um, Superstore, um, I highly recommend yeah. it. Is it on the same level of Parks and Rec and The Office? Not necessarily, in my opinion. You can disagree with me, Holly. But mm-hmm. I um, but it's still funny. I don't watch it I, as often. I was an extra on Superstore one time. What? I didn't know this. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> oh, what episode? We've watched like every episode except for after America Ferreira left. We stopped. <laughs> okay. I don't even know she left. No, I was going to say, I don't know the show. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know, but I got to go in the, in the store and it's shot in Burbank right across from Warner Brothers. And I would drive by it yeah. sometimes because um, <laughs> it's like, That's so cool. you, you can see it from the highway. It's like, you know, the little cloud on top of it or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah it's so cool. Yeah, no, we... We could see it um, when we went to go visit Connor because he lived in Burbank oh, yeah. when he was um, when he was interning there, um, and we drove and we both screamed out out of the car, "It's Superstore!" And Connor totally. was like, "I don't know what you're talking about, but okay." I know. So, I have heard good things about it, but I've I haven't watched it like super a lot, so it's all good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's the main um, that's the main thing I have yeah. him in. Um, I mean, he was in. Um, that movie um, Blockers I didn't watch that. with John Cena and like it was that like they were p- parents and they were it's essentially called cock blockers but they didn't put the cock oh, in it they just I put see. the rooster on the top or whatever oh um, I feel like I remember seeing that uh, I saw graphic. trailers but I never I never saw it okay and he was in an episode of here's some crossover Angie Tribeca oh nice okay cool yeah, but that's um, that's really the main thing I have him in. But he has a pretty, just in, if anybody wants to watch Superstore, he has a much bigger role in that. He's like mm-hmm. a main character. So, yeah, very cool. I saw that he was also in um, Key and Peele as well, which I love, mm-hmm. and a ton of animated shows. But also I saw that he was um, a part of UCB. Like he was in the big, um, oh, cool. you know, improv world with UCB. But also he was in, um, and he's been in a couple of uh, episodes of Comedy Bang Bang, which is a huge deal that like Ben Schwartz is always on and stuff like that. So he's definitely in this world. He's um, an incredible comedy writer, evidently, as well. I mean, according to, um, you know, my research, all the things that he's mm-hmm. written um i've seen at least a little bit of everything he's done or written and i'm like oh i didn't know that you did that so uh yeah i think he was so great in this um with harris too yes, harris and we all know harris because harris out. whittles was um a big writer on the show too um but this is the first time we're seeing him act right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, um, it's exciting. Yeah, it's so exciting. And I'm going to have to bite the bullet or maybe one of our friends or one of our fans who listens to it can tell us. But I do follow Team Coco uh, on Instagram, which is the, you know, umbrella that the uh, Parks and Rec podcast that Alan Yang and Rob Lowe do. And one of the things that they posted about was this episode, actually, and how Harris was supposed to play a different character, which I did not find in my research. Like, and I Google a bunch, as you know. So they must know something that was not released to the public. So I'll have to listen to it or somebody can tell me. (laughs) And uh, Yeah. yeah. So, but he cool. was supposed to play a different character, but now he's playing this. Um, and or, which, like, honestly, I he could play literally anything, and this was perfect. But yeah, he I yeah. can't get over how much of a backbone he was for this show, as far as like writing, producing, story editing, everything, and just so freaking funny. I mean, yeah, so good. And friendly reminder about um, I you were I you I think you were about to say what else he had done, or maybe not. No, I was um, not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. I was he trying was, to remember where my head was going, and then I was like, "Nope, not." not. Uh, yeah. Well, a friendly reminder that he worked on Master of None with Aziz and mm-hmm. uh, Alan Yang as well. So, like again, kind of in that whole world, um, but so good. And Brett and Harris are just perfect. We see them come back more, and it's wonderful. So I love yes. that we gave everybody such a breakdown of who they are because, like. It's just they're they're perfect. Yes, I agree. But I feel I like what's them. his name? Um, Eugene or wait, is that his name? What's his character name? Uh, Paul Rassi? Eugene. Yeah, Eugene, the oh, older guy. Yeah. I okay. feel like he doesn't mm-hmm. come back very frequently. I don't remember seeing him. No, he, that's it. That's what I was saying is we don't see him again, but we yeah. see Ar- uh, Harris and Brett. Right. Okay. So I don't okay. know what happens. Maybe he to was him. busy. I think or they something. were just like, we don't need a third person in there. Yeah. And it's funnier thinking that Harris and Brett tried to run that by themselves. I guess. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And I just love when they're like, they're not here. Isn't that them right there? Yeah. <laughs> and like, hey, Brett, I can do it first thing Wednesday. And it's like Tuesday or first thing Monday. And it's like Wednesday or something like that. That's yeah. such a great joke. But yeah, you yeah. were about to say the joke about like, hey, Brett. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brett. Yeah. It's like, yo, it's like, how you know my name, though? <laughs> oh my god just, so this good. this is how the what, what leslie does is how i handle children who are being defiant to me when i'm in a session mm, interesting it's like oh you want the ball well we're gonna do what i want to do right right <laughs> and right you can get the ball back yeah like, toddlers are dogs and dogs are toddlers and they need yeah. treats <laughs> uh-huh and harrison brett are uh i think a, le- a less caring version of Andy. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I feel like 60% of the parks community in these like towns, people in general are of yeah. this nature. <laughs> they yeah. need like something to follow, like a treat or a ball. But I love this. Yeah. Leslie steals her ball, says to follow her. Um, and then as they're on the walking on the golf course, he's like, stop hanging yourself. The rope is like around Brett. Uh, oh my God. They're just like complete dumb and dumber Beavis and butthead situation. Yeah. So funny. Um, I love that she walks through the golfers that are golfing and says, excuse me, task force, which she clearly could have yes. gone around them so easily. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that though, because there's such like strict golf course etiquette and mm. like no offense to anybody out there but like I can't get behind golf I don't know what it is but I like can't like I'll go to the driving range I love going to the driving mm. range and going to Top Golf. Top Golf. Like, that's the closest I've yes, gotten I think it's so good but it's like 
I get bored doing the 18 hole situation, but then also watching it. And I'm like, they put it on sports networks and I'm like, it's what? hard to watch. I feel it doesn't keep my interest very much. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like the hard. only people who would watch it are people that play it. I mean, right. maybe I'm wrong. That understand. But like, exactly. Right. I like mini yeah. golf. That's my jam. <laughs> oh yeah. I love mini golf. Mini golf's great. Yeah. I would watch mini golf. Me too. I would watch mini I would golf. Too, especially if you've got like all the different characters and decorations and stuff. Didn't they do a cool mini golf show? Show? Yeah, hold up. Nice. Mm, like an actual ep- episodic TV series about mini golf? Yeah, like a reality show. <gasps> oh my God. Am I crazy? I feel like that would be. Holy moly. With Rob Riggle. No. Yes, he hosted it. It had three seasons. Oh, it's still going. It started in 2019 to now. How but yeah, am they I just learning these... about this? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna s- s- share this with you. Because yeah, please do. Yeah, I'll post they, it in our show notes. <laughs> yeah, they create these huge ass, like um, what's it called? Um, like golf courses. <sighs> Thank you. Like the holes, they make them really cool. Yeah. Um, and like they have celebrities come on, and I I think it's celebrities versus simpletons that's oh what my call god us, i guess um because steph curry um came on and did it once <gasps> and um and he he's actually a big golfer i don't know if you can see that but that's yeah i can the jam that yeah. is so beautiful <gasps> i anyway. would 100 watch that because they're always coming up with random game shows oh my gosh yeah okay yeah well so. i need it okay we need to look up when it's coming on next okay you guys keep an eye out for that oh my god um so cool okay so now we're at where mark is going to ron's wood shop and there's a sign there's a bunch of signs also in the deleted scenes where um there's just so many of these signs it's like what i imagine and i'm i you know this might be controversy as i say this but it's what i imagine a redneck trumper supporter would have (laughs) all over there (laughs) or like a tiger king type situation would have like all over I'm going to derail again, but okay. there's also a Tiger King show The Peacock out. show, yeah, with what's her yes. name? Yes. With... Oh, my God. Yes, I love her. Ugh, I do, too. The Kate, SNL lady. I can't Kate remember. Middleton, no. Kate Middleton's the queen. Princess. <laughs> Kate McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> do you see what's happening to my brain? I don't know what's going I on. I couldn't think of her name either, though. I was like, and Kate, I was like Kate McKinnon's Kate playing so Carol Baskin. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I don't know how I feel about that being so dramatized and uh, ex- like popularized, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Fair. I do love Kate McKinnon, so I don't know, dude. I Whatever. know, that's the hard part, it's just, though. It's, it's like- hard when you turn, even like these shows, where it's hard when you turn SNL skits into full movies and TV shows, and sometimes it works. Um, yeah. Like, MacGruber isn't coming out now. And especially with Peacock, like, I mean, SNL owns all that shit anyway. So it's like they're already on right. NBC. So I don't have to do any extra work, I feel, to, like, get the rights for these yeah. things. But sometimes Wayne's I'm just like, World what are you doing? Was, Wayne's World was a sketch. Wayne's World worked. Yeah. It worked. And yeah. even some, like, parts of Goldmember were, like, skits that Mike Myers had come up with. You know, and that worked. A hundred Austin Powers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But we'll see. Whatever. Okay. We'll see what happens. Anyway, sorry. Back derailed. to the show, yes. Parks and Rec. <laughs> 100%. And I, I have to tell you, Holly, this is the first time, I don't know what's wrong with me, but this is the first time I've noticed the outside of his wood shop, like with the chain the chain link fence type have situation. Have they shown it? I don't know that they've shown it. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Maybe it's like an extra thing. No, I don't think they... Oh, do you mean like... 
Before this, ep- like you mean during just this episode, you didn't notice it? Or do you mean like in yeah. future episodes? Yeah, no, I mean this episode. Oh, I've okay. never, I've never clocked it. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, look, it's only for like two seconds, so I really wouldn't right. give yourself trouble or grief over it. Um, <laughs> but I don't think it's new. Uh, but yeah, okay. it's definitely something where we're watching it with like an analytical eye now. But like I right. said, in the deleted scenes, they had eight hundred thousand more signs than what they show. <laughs> um, but it's so funny. There's one that says "Trespassers will be shot, survivors will be shot again." I know a lot of people who would want that sign in my hometown. <laughs> oh my god why uh, so why many violations nothing is up to code ron says are you gonna tell a man that he can't fart in his own car wait's <laughs> this too that's not the same thing ronald and you know that that's just i, I think, just oh god okay now i can't decide which one is my favorite line because I actually love the trespassers will be shot and survivors will be shot again, even though it's not, I would never post that sign, but I think it's so funny. But it's funny. <laughs> anyway. Okay. But it's funny. I gotta say this. Okay. In all seriousness, I do have to say that this one side of Ron is a tiny bit scary because it does remind me that if this was real, Ron would be really scary to work with, I, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I find it, that's what kind of makes it so beautiful that Leslie does become close with him because he is so conservative and so Trumpery to me. I don't think he would be a Trumper. I think that he would want no government at all. But I agree. Uh, which, yeah. obviously, that's what he does. Um, but I just, like, it's scary sometimes to think about how if he was a real person how much I don't think I'd want to hang out with him or know him um, as a real person. I mean, that's valid. And right now also he grows, but right now in this very instance, but I mean, (sighs) just his blatant disregard for safety Mm -hmm. too, like, and disrespect to Mark. I mean, it's just, it's just a hot mess. It is a hot mess. Yeah. But it turns around, but oh my God. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I see where you're coming from. It's 100%. I also would love to know what they put in the fire extinguisher to make it do that. Okay. Because it was gross. I don't know what it is either, but I do have a deep dive on fire extinguishers. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Um, I went a little wild, Um, but I'm just going to tell you everything I found out. I don't know what's inside of it. Actually, wait, maybe I do. I did these notes a little bit ago, so maybe I do. Let me just read to you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So June of 1996 um, is when the fire extinguisher needed to be recharged in the show, which made me look up like, do they expire? When do they? Obviously they do. But like, what is the yeah. deal here? So I found that online that even if there's no expiration date, fire extinguishers won't last forever. So some of them don't say that there's an expiration date, but manufacturers say that uh, most extinguishers should work for five to 15 years, which to be truthful is like a super long range. Yeah. So like I say maybe check it at like seven years. And then if it's been longer than 15, you definitely need a new one. But um, you might not know also if you got yours like three years ago, apparently, because like you don't know. I I just I don't know. I'm not going to worry about that part. Basically, five to 15 years is how long it's good. Um, Just don't let what happened to Ron's happen to yours. You guys, like, that's the big thing. That's the big thing. I also found that fire extinguishers need to be recharged immediately after each use. So you can't just use it um, and then store it, apparently. 
And so even if the extinguishing agent inside was not completely discharged, the extinguisher still needs to be serviced in order to make sure that it's ready for its next use. I think there are some schools of thought that say that's not totally true. You know what I mean? Like, uh, depending on how much you use, perhaps. But they do say that recharging it means refilling it with the proper firefighting agent or in some instances, draining the extinguisher completely and then refilling it. And there are companies, specific companies that do this, which is wild to me. But I did not yeah, look up exactly what is the firefighting agent. I am assuming some type of chemical slash, um, uh, what's the word, like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but just some type of something to make the fire go away, obviously. Okay, that yes. sounded so smart. Oh my God, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the point of that deep dive was that even if there's no expiration date, you need to get it checked, especially if you know that it's been over 15 years or you're on 15 years. And I would say, don't even let it get to 15. I would say let it get to five and to refill it if you've used it. So. Yep. There's that. Yep. Better to be safe than sorry. Yes. So now I'm at the golf course if you are. Yep. So Tom is wondering if he could learn golf. And Leslie's like, I could teach you. <laughs> Which I think is so funny. It's like bowling. She can do anything. Um, but he yep. really just wants the dope pants, he says. Um, side note, I don't know if you noticed. And I did look it up. So I kind of saw a little bit of what looked to be a baby bump on Amy Poehler. Um because she had a button-down shirt and Um, her second son was born in 2010 and so i know that the first son remember we said that she like they shot a lot of things so they could like they shot into season two when they should have been on a break so that she could have a super long maternity leave um i think that she had her second son during this time but maybe i'm crazy but anyway so that's that um and then they see fairway frank and tom is booking it across the field (laughs) I just that the shot is so well done. It's so like you well wait done. until after Leslie said it and then pan over and it's just really well done. Oh, my God. So I just I just love that. Oh, and so. I meant to say, too, back at the wood shop, uh, Ron has 28 violations. Forgot to tell you that. So it's not just like it's a couple things that needs to be fixed. It's like nearly 30 things. He has oil rags hanging above the fire. Mm-mm, mm-mm like stuff i know holly yeah you'd think he'd have common sense but he just doesn't give a shit it's fine if diane was around he'd give a shit that's what i'm oh, saying yeah, he would his growth diane and the girls mm-hmm. anyways uh okay so which by the way um this is random a little bit but i'm really trying to not to not to say anyways because anyways i've heard slash learned recently which is so dumb i went to college uh is not a word it's anyway anyways is incorrect huh. Because a grammar person that I also followed on TikTok says, uh, if you say a sentence and you use that word at the end of a sentence, you'd be like, uh, I wasn't going to do that thing anyway. Or there's, uh, if there's any way that we can do this, any, regardless, the word is not plural. Huh. Okay, moving on. So sorry. Be careful. <laughs> I don't know if I do that or not. Yeah, I do it all the time. All the time. That's your segue word. One anyway. of your segue words. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is. So Leslie <laughs> has this whole plan to pat- catch the possum. She's in this huddle. 
And Andy just runs and grabs him and rolls over. And then the possum is crawling all over him. I have some very interesting news that I emailed Shauna, our camera operator friend. And I sent you the picture of her with the possum. You guys, I'm going to post it. Uh, I don't know if I'll post it on our stories or the main feed. But regardless, you will see Shauna holding this possum. She talked about it when we interviewed her as well. But I totally forgot it until she sent us that picture. But it's so golden. Um... The possum's name in real life was named Buddy, just FYI. So cute. So cute. Um, but I have to read you this email, okay? Because when I was watching this, I had no idea how this was filmed. Um, I was like, because if you look at it, you can kind of see when he, when Andy's about to grab the possum and the possum's still on the ground, it kind of looks like it's not moving. Therefore, I was like, is it fake? Is it real? What is this? So I'm just going to read this email to you. And it is kind of long, but it's so, so worth it. Okay, so... If you look, it's one take, says Shauna. Uh, it's all done in real time. And the camera goes, which, by the way, one take. Oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah. Um, well we start on a real possum. So you see Fairway Frank. And then you pull back. And the camera goes low to show Leslie and the guys conveniently and intentionally blocking the background where the possum was on the ground. Behind her, the animal wranglers pull the real possum and put a stuffed possum in. Then in the same take, no cuts, same take, they're whipping back and you pull out as Leslie and the guys move over to reveal our shot on Andy diving for the stuffed possum. And then we cut back to Leslie yelling, Andy! And so on set, on set, on set, we were shooting um, like we caught, we pause, 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 sometimes called a hiccup or pause so that they can stop. You know what I mean? So, like, it's kind of, they take time to swivel the camera, if you will. Um, and then you cut back to Andy, and he's holding the real ones. So, he stands, and then this whole thing where he was, crawl, the, where the possum was, like, crawling all over his neck and, like, going up his body, that was all improvised. Like, that was not something that the, they taught the possum to do. He, the cool. possum just started crawling all over him, and Andy was, like, reacting, or Chris Pratt was reacting in real time, like, ah, ah, what's happening? He's on me. He's on my neck. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Which is so crazy. He just milked it as scared Andy, says Shauna. Um, but Shauna also says that a cool fact was that uh, a very nice Humane Society representative was always present to make sure no possums were harmed in the filming process. And Aww. then she um, sent us this picture that I will post. Um, and she also said that she talked to Burley about um, them two being on the podcast together. Like she texted Aww. them. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. This little like you know, community we we're a little rebuilding. Now. Oh my God. It's yeah. so, it made me so happy. But thank you, Shauna, for that email because that blew my mind that number one, that was all one take, and number two, yeah. that it was a mixture of both a real possum and a fake possum. I feel like that's almost more difficult. I know. But the fact that they like grabbed it real fast, swung back the camera, replaced it, it's just like fucking crazy. Yeah, that's really well done. That's so cool. <sighs> So yeah, go back and watch that scene. I highly recommend to like slow, like really look at it, and it's it's so well done. You won't like notice it unless you're you know analyzing it. It's just nuts. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but I also love how much she remembered too. I mean, it was so techy. I feel. So. Anyways, uh oh. Anyway, is what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, nice catch. Okay. Did you have anything else to say about um, Fairway Frank? No. The next. No. Okay. I have something. Why did I put this? Andy Radical is what Andy goes by at a different time uh-huh. of day because he's like. Yep, I have that written down too. So he's he uh, 
Leslie introduces him to uh, Tweep mm-hmm. and like says, Andy like did this and he, or no, is it, is it Tweep or is it? Yeah, it's Tweep. Uh, okay. I couldn't remember if it was the mayor's person. Um, oh, okay. But he said, you know, she says Andy and he goes, Mr. Dwyer, please. Oh. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> um, and then in a talking head, he says like, Andy Andy Dwyer shoe shinest by whatever oh. and then says Andy radical it is Evelyn yeah. it is Evelyn that okay. yes it is because this is when they're loading the possum into the van that's right right yes and then she says Evelyn tells Leslie the next time she needs a favor from the mayor's office to give her a call and hands her a business card mm-hmm. I feel like and that let's was stay to business hours please yes stay to business hours she was like when can I call you <laughs> that was so funny Which <laughs> can I call you at choose? night that's when I have my best ideas <laughs> Literally, um, I felt like that was the equivalent of like a queen's nighting or something or like. Oh, for Leslie, 100%. Yeah. Or even getting like a, a card from Joe Biden or something. You know what I yeah. mean? It was just so massive to her. You could see it on her face. Her performance was so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. She did a great <sighs> job. And that's like, I mean, you think about it for Leslie, like now the mayor owes her a favor. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things she's always trying to get done. So it's like. Big deal. Yeah. Uh, and then as Evelyn is walking away, we see another possum. So we're not sure if we actually caught Fairway Frank. And this yeah. talking head is so lovely. I just love it so much. Like, am I sure the possum we caught is Fairway Frank? Am I pretty sure? I have to ask myself all these questions. Does it help me make decisions? <laughs> love all those jump cuts. <laughs> also, pigeons And there were are two real her. pigeons. Yes. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> uh, same minds. Yes. Um, here's my question. What do you do here? Like, do you think it matters enough to be like, you know, like, I wouldn't want a possum to die. I would be like, like, let's go set him free somewhere else or like what Leslie does, put him in the zoo. Like, but it's like, Can I tell this you is, this could help you I get thought? your park. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Here's the awful part of me because a part of me was just like, should we just kill both? <laughs> just catch both. Yeah. Why not? One of them's right. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm the worst human. <laughs> One of them is innocent. But at the same time, like, I'm sure, you know those possums are ratchet. They probably are doing some shit that they shouldn't be doing. But maybe I shouldn't loop them in with the raccoons. Because the raccoons definitely. But I don't know. I don't know what I would do in this situation. <sighs> I probably, I'd probably go the Leslie route and try to, like, talk to the person or somebody about like about catching the real one i don't know <sighs> what a dilemma it but is. all right so we've got shauna malway tweep coming to interview andy and another laugh out loud total andy being a toddler moment here when shauna comes back because of course andy remembers her because she came to talk to him about the pit and afterwards she had sex with mark and everyone talked about it <laughs> oh my god the facial expression from everyone is perfect and tom is just smiling like yeah, you said that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Donna's background acting here while Andy's being uh, interviewed is great. I wrote she's that just, too. She, yeah, she's doing a great job because she's not like working. She's mm-hmm. within the conversation, which is totally Donna. Like if Donna has gossip to listen to, she's not doing work. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, she's just staring at them. I love it. I loved it too. Um, yeah. I love when Andy says, you don't have to think. So I thought, Andy... 
don't think. Because <laughs> I thought to myself, don't think, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he says again, he says, this reminds me of um, Andy and April's wedding because he says, I cannot emphasize how little I was thinking. And he says that again when they get married because he's like, I cannot put enough emphasis on how little thought we put into this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I like um, that he corrects and he says, not friends, colleagues. Exactly, colleagues, uh, because he made vermin friends. It, vermin friends sound stupid, so colleagues. He made those yes. colleagues in the pit when he lived yes. there. Um, I love this camera work here. This is where the camera becomes a character um, because the camera swings to April when Shauna asks about Andy's girlfriend changing her mind about getting back together, which she's talking about Anne because Shauna doesn't know that they've broken up. Awful right. and heartbreaking for April. Yeah. I'm so and sad. like Shauna, like, cause we're getting to a point where Andy isn't talking to about Anne a lot. Right. So we're getting where he's normal. He's getting to be more himself, like reliant on just him. Yeah. And then Shauna drops that bomb and it's like almost like dragging a bone in front of him. I know. Yeah, because he didn't even think about it. You can see it on his face. He's like, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I could maybe get her back if I do this. And April is so dramatic and like she just can't handle it. She leaves. She has to get out of this room. Yeah. It's so sad. Um, you would think like you would think I think this maybe shows a little bit of how much she's starting to like Andy, because I think that in the first couple of episodes and maybe even just like season one you would think she'd just bow her head or, or like put her hands on her head or something and just like block it all out or something but she yeah. is running out of that room yeah she's upset yeah so um tom is in golfing clothes when he's talking to mark which is hilarious because he has not been golfing at all <laughs> uh-uh. no he's just in it for the fashion yeah i think the the money that golf comes with because usually if you play golf on a regular basis, you have money. Right. A hundred percent. And he just thinks they look dope and cool and fancy. Yeah, exactly. Um, there is a deleted scene where Tom is wearing this outfit and he gets his uh, shoes shined like in his golfing outfit. And Andy is <laughs> like, I don't know if that's going to help because they're all already these shoes are pretty shiny because they're brand new golf shoes. And right. Tom is like, there's no such thing as too shiny. And he like hobbles away after he stands up because they're golf cleats kind of thing and so he's like <laughs> walking really funnily and okay this led me to my next deep dive <laughs> on golf clothes so i was nice. like why in the f do they wear what they wear and so let me just again situation uh about to happen of me reading my notes and talking in the middle of reading them. So let me just read this. So basically golf originated in Scotland back in the 1500s. And at first it was actually banned because men were supposed to be focusing on war slash military training. But then James the fourth became a fan and brought it back. So people were playing golf to like be, you know, fun and have an extracurricular activity. And they were like, you should be focusing on fighting and military and whatever. But then James the fourth was like, um, I like this. So I'm going to bring it back. And as far as clothes go, they used heavy tweed to block out the colder weather because this was in Scotland, right? So yeah. they had all these heavy materials. And that's kind of where the tweed and the plaid kind of stuff came from. Um, and if you think Scotland, you might think like kilts and plaid and heavy materials. So really, it was just because it was more practical, not because of any sort of fashion moment. Um, and then in 1920s, it gained popularity in the States, golf did. And it was more of like a newsy type hat. Si like situation <laughs> and um 
Now, what you see, like the super bright patterned clothes, was actually due to the 1970s kind of flower child, flower power moment with all those like bright, colorful, fun fabrics and patterns. Like the 1970s were just like an experiment in how fucking bright can we get this? <laughs> like neon and all these things, <laughs> yeah. which bled over into golf clothes. And I think a lot of um, uh, sports clothes in general, really. Um, but then I learned that in the 1990s, athletic companies like Nike, Adidas, et cetera, et cetera, started putting their logo and uh, on shirts and brands, like their graphic. And that became way more prevalent than any of the fashion stuff um, because branding became such a big deal in the 1990s, yeah. evidently. And this was to get and then, you know, they started doing their own research on like what's going to make, you know, our players not only stand out, but be able to perform the best so that we can get as much money from (laughs) whatever, you know, team we're supporting or whatever. Um, And as far as the shoes, okay, I had to look this up because this deleted scene. I had no idea that golf shoes were like cleated kind of. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. I had no idea. Um, And obviously I knew that I kind of pieced it together using common sense of why you would need that but I had to just make sure so this is to give the player more balance flexibility and stability during their swing um, so that your shoes kind of dig in as you're swinging and you're swinging hard I mean mm-hmm. if I'm but if I'm remembering top golf even that was kind of like you're swinging hard so I can't mm-hmm. imagine like real golf um, and then walking on the grass obviously it helps like going up and down the course and keeping your you know, just that's a normal cleat situation uh, for any sport. But, but yeah, that is the history of the golf uh, outfit. <laughs> Good job. Nice. Thank you. So Scotland. now we know why Tom is dressed this way. Yes, exactly. It's a mixture of Scotland and the 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And I love how awkward he gets when Mar- when Ron comes in and he's just like, um, yep time for me to go and he starts to leave and then he comes back in a couple seconds and he's like "Uh, i need my pom-pom and so he's (laughs) looking for the pom-pom he dropped and i was just like this is so well placed to have tom here Mm -hmm. because there's so much tension between ron and mark yeah that i think if we didn't have the comical relief of tom Mm -hmm. we would all be like what's happening as you're saying that really awkward it reminds me of other scenes where this happens and it reminds me of when andy and dwight in the office are like going at it like about to have their duel and jim walks right through them (laughs) (laughs) that's like totally what it is it is yeah that's like yeah just keeping you a little lighter right what a comedic technique yeah well done well done yes so but um this also he okay i clocked slash timed this pause as well it was six seconds this time and i wonder if that is uh ron's tell like when he's lying he has to pause yep and then and then he goes yep (laughs) (laughs) i did i gotta hand it to mark like we talked about like i'm glad he's kind of standing up to Ron and be like no you didn't do it so get out of my office if you didn't do it yeah Uh, i just love this also tommy says uh, tom says tommy needs a banana and leaves he that's another thing that comes back. There's one thing that said uh, Tommy needs a mango. I remember him saying that when they're at the, I don't know if this is worth saying, but uh, when they're at the TV station where Leslie's going to play like her <laughs> bad, bless you, when, <laughs> when she plays her bad uh, vindictive campaign thing, campaign video, yeah. and then he's like, Tommy needs a mango, and then he leaves. It's really <laughs> awkward. But yeah. Anyways, um, okay, so now I'm at where Shauna 
and Leslie uh, and Andy are all still in the, the little conference room. Yeah. And we find out that this could make the front page. Mm-hmm. So, Which is wild. Shauna yeah. asks Leslie how her hole is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, the pit. <laughs> yeah, the pit. Lot 48. This photographer oh, came back. I think it's the same photographer that was taking Ron's picture in Woman of the Year. I think. Cool. Uh, and they're doing a little photo shoot of Andy. He's taking 800,000 pictures. Playing the guitar. Pictures. Oh, my God. Playing the For the guitar. possum. It's so freaking crazy. Wait, I feel like I might have recorded one of them because I just thought that we needed to hear what he's saying. It's so funny. Well, Fairway Frank did bite the mayor's dog, so this could be on the front page. Fairway Frank, you're gonna die, you're gonna fry, oh yeah. You guilty son of a bitch. You're gonna fry when they flip that switch. I just thought it was so perfect for them to have that guilty son of a bitch. It made me laugh (laughs) so much. Yes, that song is perfect, and I don't know if Andy just came up with that or what happened, there was no commentary and it wasn't on the Wikipedia parks page. So I don't know, but either way it was perfect. (laughs) Either way. It's great. We like it either way. I laughed out loud. (laughs) There is, Oh, there's a deleted scene where, uh, Donna is saying, I have a possum at my house. You should come by and take a look downstairs to Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie was drinking water and basically choked. Why? Oh, Donna. And then there's a talking head of her, like, laughing sexily to the camera. She doesn't even say anything. She's just, like, laughing, kind of sultry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they're I definitely love that building. Of Donna. Yes. They're definitely building her uh, oh, yeah. sultriness. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Anyways, go ahead. My, my next note is, um, like, April's, like, looking upset and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's like no i'm happy and he's like our happy reactions are super different (laughs) which is great self-awareness i know it's so terrible so um it's this talking head before we get there of april saying like um like i'm just pissed at andy but i'm not really pissed at andy because possums are just adorable like she's trying to dig herself out of this hole that she's given herself of like being upset with andy to the camera i feel because we're the only ones that kind of know like that she is not handling andy talking about Anne very well um and we have this like sad moment that you were just mentioning where april really hurts andy because she says i can't wait with you because andy wants her to wait with him for like the pictures or something like this um to come back or for the article article to come out and um she says i i can't wait with you because i have to go do something that actually matters (gasps) right my jaw dropped i was like i know that was a dig it was so brutal brutal tough look and his yeah. facial expression but bo- i took a picture of it his facial expression like he's just staring at the camera so heartbroken it broke my heart into like five thousand pieces yeah <sighs> but this is where oh this is where my notes were about like how andy is just so clueless like he has no idea that april wants him and no idea that saying the and thing in front of april might make her upset and i was like this is what, kind of where I was like, he has no idea. But then I was like, I guess it's Andy. He's not like our guy. We love him, but he's just not the smartest. And I was like, yeah. I just, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay, now, and then I have a deleted scene, but I can't remember what it is. Let's see. Let's see. 
So, Anne's like super into flowers, huh? <laughs> what? What do you mean? I'm watching her house, you know, while she's oh. away at that nurses conference. Oh. She's got like a billion pictures of flowers and <laughs> meadows and children. Yeah. Did that used to drive you crazy? Oh my gosh, totally. That house is so cozy. The little soaps that are in the shape of seashells and the couch is awesome. And the smell of waffles all the time because I always asked her for waffles. God, you and that house should get a room. <laughs> totally. Wait, what? <laughs> he just has no idea what the fuck is going on. No, he really doesn't. He it, does the honestly, literal opposite of what April is trying to do. He's like, she's yeah. trying to get her him to talk bad or like get some kind of proof that he's not still into Anne. And he does the exact opposite. Yeah. Ugh. No, he really does. It almost doesn't sound like Andy either. Mm. Wait, what I do don't you know. mean? Like the laugh and stuff. Oh, interesting. Like it almost sounds like, I wonder if, I don't know, you're the one who saw that the scene uh-huh. it, like he he's almost in that hero phase of like i'm not like i'm fine oh like type thing yeah that's kind of what i'm getting i think that this was when they were at the uh shoe shine stand and she's like sitting in the shoe shine like chair and he's just kind of sitting in uh. his usual spot and honestly i don't know maybe it is the hero thing uh i just feel like he is just making conversation he has no idea that she like he has he just has no idea what's going on He's just completely stupid yeah. to what she's trying to do. And so he's just like reacting off of his first thought that comes to his head when she mentions the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Agreed. Anyway, I thought that that was really interesting slash uh, can lend itself to why even more so why April feels like I have to go do something that actually matters kind of thing. Yeah. Because um, I think actually I think it happened. That thing happened. That scene would have happened before the interview so that i don't okay yeah so that's again you know the timeline of it all is like okay she's trying to get uh him not to like Anne. then he says he likes Anne or slash wants to get back with her then she's like okay i've had it i gotta leave right you know what i mean but yeah oh it's so sad um but then like there's um okay then there's another deleted scene which I think could shed some light where Andy is shining Tom's golf shoes we talked about this and um he asks so Tom asks Andy if he wants to come to the club because <laughs> with his new pants and Andy's possum tra- tackling story they could really land all the ladies and Andy says get this no I have plans I'm not really feeling it and he's like kind of sad this is after April's uh thing where he she's like blows him off and so i'm like andy are you starting to get it maybe now like now you don't want to go out partying with the ladies because april is like mad at you and so maybe you're understanding like there's more to this relationship yeah so maybe anyway uh but yeah so like especially at the end when he brings coffee to her i think that it's like okay i think we're starting to get there maybe but he just doesn't know how to express it that which yeah. we learn later as well but yeah anyways okay so now i'm at where april and leslie are at the golf club talking to mr campo piano are you there yeah which i to give him three photos of possums uh-huh. and ask if one of them is fairway frank now i <laughs> why 
Uh, oh, like why of giving them just well, why do you think that he's going to be able to identify a possum? <laughs> like, because I feel like like it's different if you have three different colored cats that you're like showing, but like yes, most those like most possums I feel like look pretty much the same, right? No, they all look the same. I would not have been able to differentiate <laughs> one and and like her. Uh, incredulity what's the how do you say that word incredulity at being so she she just basically can't believe like oh my god those are the same possums how could you not know what they each i know she's so upset about it um but yeah so she's really committed but by the way okay so i have a guest star breakdown which by the way okay so this guy's name is lyle canoose uh i'm so sorry if i pronounced that wrong i should have asked because guess what he sent me some voice memos he was so sweet and kind um he's been in a bunch of stuff uh 911 bad teacher crazy ex-girlfriend um bunch of other stuff he is a working actor and he was so sweet to send us some clips and i'm gonna um I asked him kind of our normal questions about auditioning and being on set and things like that. But I do have to preface this by saying in one of the clips, he said Audrey instead of Aubrey because his uh, Aubrey Plaza because his wife's name is Audrey. And I had to cut that out for time constraints. But uh, I wanted everyone to know that he thinks about his wife. Number one, <laughs> he accidentally <laughs> said her name. But number two, she's an actress as well. And I love her. Oh. I had no idea they were married. Um, her name is Audrey. I'm going to butcher her name. I'm going to post her post post her <laughs> i'm gonna post her in the show notes as well um just because i think she deserves it but she's an actor in mad men big love um i've seen her in other stuff as well but she is like a character actress for sure much like he is where you know they're in single episodes but he's been in a she's been in mad men like i think it was eight episodes eight or nine episodes Dang. um and so you'll definitely recognize her when you see her face but um yeah and then he also said that this is filmed at cbs radford in studio city which we've talked about before did mm-hmm. i ever tell you that i've been there did we talk about this no oh my god okay pause hold the phone arms spread <laughs> because <laughs> i don't know why i never pieced it together but every time someone said cbs radford in studio city i did not think about this but cbs radford is where they filmed the talk and the talk is a show um that is like the view kind of but i think it's the, i think the talk is better but regardless uh and they have like four or five different hosts and they talk about like pop culture and political things and whatever um but i was a standby audience or a stand in like i was an audience member for the talk like because you can be paid to be an audience member for certain shows because mm-hmm. they need to fill the seats uh for the talk so many times that was like one of the things that I made money doing um not much money but like if I had a free day you can get and like you have a free four hours or whatever the hell you can get paid like minimum wage to go sit in the audience and have a fun time and that is where they film it and so I was like oh that's where they film Parks and Rec and I was like I I don't know what pieced that together but I just did a a mental click where finally it it pieced and I was like oh my god I was on the motherland yeah (laughs) but I don't know what stage it was so if you guys go to the talk or any other show that films there um but uh, they do a lot of you know uh, they also do um oh my god that show uh young and hungry young and happy young and hungry young and hungry with um Emily Osment the one that was She's, in Hannah Montana? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. She. They film that there too. And you can cool. be in the audience for that as well. Because it's like, you know, the live sitcom audiences. 
Um, but anyway, so I was blown away. I don't know why when he said CBS Radford, I was like, oh my God. And so I just did the research and made sure, and I'm sorry, I keep repeating it. I just can't even believe it. So anyway, Lyle, I'm finally playing your things and sorry that I went on this tangent, but okay. So let me go ahead and share, uh, his first voice memo, which was about the audition. Thank you for including me, by the way. We had we had fun that day, and like I say, it was it was rather brief. So um, um, I will I will answer the questions that you've asked me, which is what was it like to audition? The audition was simple as it normally is, um, and these things generally are not that exciting. The, you know, it's just a, a collection of of, uh, of men of like age and type. And they are waiting for us to, um, uh, you know, to to go in one at a time, do our thing, and then and then come on out. And uh, I remember it was with Dorian Frankel, and we were in a room by ourselves um, at first. Then they had us; they had several of us hang out that day. I think they were casting on the; uh, they were going to cast it on the spot. And um, uh, so uh, she had me wait, and uh, we were in kind of this this little trailer that was attached to the outside of the of um, the soundstage, and I believe we were at stage three, which was interesting because that's kind of one of my lucky stages. I've done several uh, jobs there. I was the last time I was in stage three. I was uh, I was. Uh, recurred on a series called Bad Teacher and we shot uh, there in stage three on the um, on the CBS Radford lot and um, and so this their their casting office is in a trailer that's half the half a wardrobe and then the other half just some offices and there was a room where you just went in and uh, they they held me for a while and then uh, we came back in and it was Dorian with the director Tristram Shapiro um, who was the director for the episode and uh, I did the scene again with him and uh, then they just said thanks and you know you, you kind of leave and you don't really hang out and chat with them so much they generally don't have questions uh, you leave it to them to make the decision about who's what and who's the prize pig at the fair? And I guess that was me. So, uh, or in this in this sense, maybe I was the prize possum at the fair. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. So that was that's wild that they like decided. I mean, maybe that happens more often than not. Um, I mean, I know that they let you know within a day usually, but to like on the same day is wild yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, so I asked him about that. And then the other thing that I asked him was kind of how it was on set. And, <laughs> and you'll see what else I asked. I'll just play this for you. When we got on the set, it was, it was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. And, and, um, Tristram was, was very hands-on and, you know, we, we just got in there. Amy was, uh, was lovely. Aubrey was, um, uh, Abby was really kind of staying in character for her character, and uh, Amy would kind of float in and out. 
Uh, but Amy would, you know, chat me up a little bit in between takes. Um, the whole day, I mean, the, not the whole day, but the whole the whole day on set, uh, just to do that scene, only took us probably half an hour, if that, maybe twenty minutes. Uh, it was it was pretty quick. Um, I knew my stuff; they knew theirs. We did it probably, you know, seven or eight times, and uh, we we stopped for some technical aspects, uh, you know, touch ups, uh, makeup touch up ups for the ladies and um and then uh really we had props you know we had props there because she had to pass over some pictures to me so we had to sort of work that out and make sure that uh, she handed them to me in a in a proper way because they shot the pictures coming at me for me to look at so they had to be turned the right way and such and sometimes those are all technical little things they're not exciting but they do take a little time so that's what it was. It was like that day. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was lovely. Uh, the other question is, did I get to interact with the possum at all? <laughs> Which uh, is funny because Fairway Frank was uh, was nowhere to be found. You know, they uh, Chris Pratt did. You know, he was the one who actually caught Fairway Frank himself, and you know, he was the only one that actually got to. Um, to work with the stunt possum, and, and of which they have, they they literally have possums sort of trained to to uh, the, all the the animal wranglers in town that work have, have there there are possums that know you know will take commands and do things and kind of follow the follow the instructions from their um, trainers uh, you know in exchange for food so. They're they're happy to do that, but yeah, I never got I never got to the to the um, to the golf course because we shot in that in stage three on a set. So even behind me, the the daylight behind me in the the windows behind my desk were um, those were just all uh, those were just stage lights that 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 uh, replicated daylight. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Because it, it's very well done because you do think he's on a he's on a golf course. Yeah, 100%. When he said that, I was like, wait a second. Of course, you said CBS Radford, but uh, I just, for whatever reason, my head would not allow me to imagine him not being on a golf course. <laughs> so we'll just imagine him still on the golf course. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so funny. And I think it's also hilarious that um, I was just kind of imagining them all having a moment of like just being friends with the stunt possum. <laughs> Yeah. And it reminded me of what we're talking about. We're like animals uh, where Andy is basically an animal or, or a whatever, like needs a treat to do anything. <laughs> and that's what he said about the possum. Yeah. So, <laughs> OK. And then I had just have one last like little short clip that is kind of just saying goodbye and thank you. And I just thought it was I was going um, to just send it to you. But I think everyone should um, hear it because it's so sweet. And I just really appreciate um, him reaching out to us and answering my questions. So I'll play this one last one really in that situation you don't you really follow the script so really there were no improv moments um there was no wardrobe issues i literally wore my own pants and shoes because i was sitting behind the desk they gave me a a a blue uh blue uh, polo shirt and then they they put a sleeveless uh um sweater on me and uh that was it and uh so uh, that that was it for the day. It was it was fun fun job. I got paid well, 
and um, and then here we are, you know, all these years later, talking about it on your podcast, which is exciting. I'm glad you guys are keeping uh, the park uh, up and running and live and lively, and um, you know, good good for you for um, for following through and doing your doing your podcast. I know you can, you know there you guys take your time and really talk about it. That's fantastic. So, um, uh, that's really about all I could add. I know it's not terribly exciting. However, I do appreciate you reaching out to me and, and, uh, it's been fun. So I thank you so much. And, um, and I guess we'll talk later. If you need something else from me, just, uh, email me, call, um, or contact me in some way. And, um, I'll be listening and uh, take care and thanks for including me in your lives and the lives of all of the Parks and Rec folks out there in America that love the show and still watch it over and over because I do too sometimes myself. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Wasn't he precious? He's very nice. He's very nice. Yes. And I, um, first of all, thank you for listening. It sounds like he listens to some of it. Um, and secondly, I can't also believe that it took only like 30 to 40 minutes to shoot this. <laughs> Maybe an hour if I'm being like generous with like his um, maybe memory of it. Uh, but regardless, 30 minutes, I mean, to an hour. Uh, I mean, I know it's a short scene, but that's crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, to get everything you need. Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay. So thank you, Lyle, so much for that. We really appreciate it. Tell Audrey hi. She is great. Uh, and then now I'm at where maintenance dude comes in and says there's another possum on the course. And Leslie's so heartbroken and stressed and feels like she failed herself in her community. And it's just really sad. Um, I have a breakdown on this fellow. Did you do anything on this fellow? Okay. His name is Coulter Allison. And he gives me, okay. Maybe, I don't know why, he gives me Sam from Lord of the Rings vibes. <laughs> yeah, to, I can see it. Maybe you'll have to go back and watch it. It's like kind of the curly hair and round face. I, I mean, I thought it was so cute. Anyway, uh, he did great. But I, I looked up, um, I tried to get in touch with him, but I couldn't find any information on IMDb or like things that he's done past 2013. However, I did find his Facebook <laughs> You know where this is going. Uh, I saw it and I met. It was like, I think it was a fan account, and uh, I didn't. I messaged him because it's me. But um, and he his most recent post was from 2017, so I'm not really sure what's going on there. But I did see some Shakespeare posts. Like, looks like he was in Shakespeare for a little bit. So, don't know where, don't know how, don't know why. But Coulter, you were great, and we appreciate it. So, thanks for letting me stalk you. Um. <laughs> Oh, and then now I'm at where Leslie's like, April, can you do it? Can you do it? You can do it. Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're going to have uh, April take the steal the possum. And she puts ketchup on her arm to get everybody to pay attention to her. Right. And I don't know what gets, goes through Jerry's head. But why would he, does he think it was a good idea to lick her arm? Like, I feel like a normal person would take the blood on their finger or something if they really, Hello. like, needed to taste it. Which, first of all, disgusting anyway. Yeah. But, like, straight up off her arm. I was like, dude, no <laughs> boundaries, Jerry. I just think it's Jerry. so funny how little effort she goes 
She doesn't even like try to smear it or anything. She's just like squirt line. Oh, here I am. I am broken. I am hurt. <laughs> it was enough for April to get out of there. It so. was enough. She did it. Oh, my God. That is so wild. Yeah. So Leslie's trying to save uh, this possum and she's getting really emotional. She's listing all the things that she can't do, including spelling lieutenant. Her voice almost cracks yep. when she says that, like, there's a lot of cans in my life right now. It's so cute. Yeah. Um, and there is also, I'll send it to you. There's a deleted scene as well, which is so hilarious that I'll play right here. Tell them to print that Andy's moron. But what if we got the right one? I don't want to let a guilty possum go. God, I wish there was like a white collar prison for possums. I can't kill the possum because it might be innocent. And I can't let the possum go because it might be guilty. Wait, what if I cut it in half? No, that would definitely kill the possum. <sighs> Great idea, Bible. <laughs> okay, if you're not a religious person slash don't know the religious stories of the Bible, <laughs> you, that might not be as funny to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. the Bible story, it, I I mean, I'm going to like not do well on explaining this, but basically the you Bible, gotta, <laughs> yeah, you say it. Has, has anybody, you, this might be a better way to do a Holly. We okay. should look up the way John Mulaney explains it. Oh, and post John Mulaney's sketch about it because okay. he does. He talks about King Solomon. OK, OK. Yeah. All right. I'll post that. I mean, the gist of treat. it basically is like you're trying the there's two women that are saying that this kid is theirs and the king is like, well, what if we split it in half and you get each half of a kid kind of <laughs> and then the true mother is like, no, don't do that because that's my freaking child. And the other mother is like okay <laughs> and then the right. kid finally learns oh the one that didn't want her child dead is the mo- real mother <laughs> right exactly also the white collar prison for possums was really funny too yeah uh, okay that. all right so um this big dramatic moment uh i do feel like it's an- oh yeah the dramatic moment of the ketchup thing i thought there was a little anticlimactic because i was expecting like I don't know, more of a hustle bustle situation, but whatever. It was great. Yeah. Um, and also like, oh, I know I was going to ask, do you refrigerate ketchup? Like, why is the ketchup just hanging out? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. yeah. I think you're supposed to. Okay. Except at restaurants, they leave them out on the table all day. So. <gasps> what do we do? Yeah. That's fascinating. I should have looked that up, but whatever. Um, You're right, though. No one's gotten, I've never gotten sick from using ketchup at the table. Huh. Truth. All right. Well, the more you know. Uh, yeah. Donna again is no nonsense. She's the one that just catches it. Um, <laughs> and then, all right. So Evelyn comes back. Um, she's mad because Fairway Frank isn't there, and Leslie is so funny. Does he want to have sex with a dead possum? I just. <laughs> no, he no wants comment. to hang it above the urinal so a little flex of pee can get on it. <laughs> He's not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all She's I can so picture funny. is Bill Murray now, too, whenever they say Mayor Gunderson. Oh, yeah, totally. That is such a good visual to have because he is such a Mayor yeah. Gunderson, I feel. He really is. Especially for this moment. 100%. Great casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I just love this lady who plays Evelyn. I mean, shout out. Shouts to her because she was so funny when she was, like, saying that kind of dry humor of the pee thing. Oh, my God. So gross. Yeah. Um. 
And now Leslie is searching these other animals that have been put down. She's like on her computer searching uh, the random these random animals that have been put down for like bad reasons. Um, while Tom is like pretend golfing in his little golf outfit, and then April calls and says the possum got loose. And Tom immediately tells <laughs> Leslie, like, "Don't tell Leslie." And then he says, "So the possum's loose in Anne's house." I know. <laughs> I know. It's so quick, too. He doesn't even miss a beat yeah. or change his demeanor at all. Oh, my God. And I love when Leslie goes over to Anne's house where the possum is loose, uh, where April is there. And she says, it's me, Leslie No from the Parks Department. I just love those moments when she feels the need to, you know, say know, her position like, to people who already know her. We know who it is. <laughs> How did the possum go behind her is my question. Because she was like standing in the front and then somehow she got he, the possum gotten like behind her like near the door when she entered through the door I, I don't know whatever he was a sneaky little bitch it's fine <laughs> um i love ann's house i know that's random but every time i see it i'm just like that is the cutest little house i would live there yeah much like and i love her doors like when they go through the french doors and they close them i think that's so cute yeah um, i agree okay now i'm at where mark comes to help ron are you there Yes. Okay. Uh, I love this when he keeps saying "shut up." <laughs> yeah. I yeah, and and in his talking head, he even has to say "shut up." And I like this part. This is where I'm like, you know, Mark is like, "Listen, you've like, I'm taking a half day to help you. Just shut up and do what I tell you to do." Yeah. And I'm proud of him for that. I am too. I think that bit is really funny when you don't even show Mark saying "shut up," but he's clearly saying it you can and, hear it yeah yeah and there's this like cringe attempt at him trying to like laugh at him laugh at himself saying like oh those city planners or pl- city planning guys you know can be a real pain in the ass and it's a very yeah. cringy moment but then he redeems himself by doing the shut up thing and i think it's great yeah that's great and i love this sweet moment we're back at ann's house with april and leslie they're hiding under the covers in ann's bed trying to hide from this possum and talking about what if it laid eggs in the bed First of all, so irrational. That is the yeah. stupidest thing you could think. But that is what you so think true. about when there are scary things. If you think about like spiders or any other random thing that you're trying to hide from at home, you think about like that random ass shit. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, what if they brought their like whole army of friends with them? Like that probably didn't happen, but it might have, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it could be a thing. But I think you don't you don't put yourself in this situation with another person mm-hmm. unless you're really comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. getting under the covers like that. So I I really liked that moment. And then, um, you know, April's not really trying to share with Leslie that she has feelings for Andy. Right. But she very subtly kind of hints towards that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's like, he's going to be mad at me. So don't call him because I just don't want him. Like I already ruined his day, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. Leslie gets it and says, anytime you want to talk about boys and just immediate shutdown walls back. Yeah. Up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's because it's like subconsciously, I feel like April wanted to tell mm-hmm. him, uh, Leslie, but like she also doesn't want to be vulnerable. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like. So. Leslie actually straight up says it, whereas um, she is just being very, like you said, subtle about it. So like to actually say the words is like, it's too Mm -hmm. much. It's too much. Yeah. So um, and then now we're at where Ron gives Mark a canoe. Yeah. So beautiful. Sweet. Also, what is he going to do with it? Yeah. What's he going to do with it? Like, luckily, he has a pickup truck and it'll probably fit in there. But like. Great call. Great call. He can take Anne on a little canoe trip. Indiana must have sweet. a bunch of rivers and lakes and stuff. So I'm sure yeah. that that would be a thing. But yeah, I was um, 
shocked. I thought that, I think that canoe is so beautiful and shiny and perfect and lovely, different colors of wood. It's just perfect. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. I am. I, (laughs) I resonated so much with how April was slamming the phone, like how she does that thing where the phone rings and then she just picks it up and hangs it up. (laughs) I was like, I want, if I could do that with my work phone some days, I really would. (laughs) Oh, I know the temptation. Yeah. And that's funny because that's exactly what Mindy Kaling does in the office as well. Like when the Scranton Strangler is going by, she just it up. That's right. That's so good. But um, um, yeah, go ahead. And then uh, the next part I have is Andy coming in with the coffee. Yeah, so cute. Just so sweet. I have little crying emojis next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he thanks her in the news article for helping him wrestle the beast to the ground um, because he couldn't have been able to do it without her coffee. Without yeah. his morning coffee from her, rather. Um, yeah. But again, this is one sweet. of those things where now I'm just like, okay, this is clear. This is clear. This is yeah. so confusing. So now he still thinks they're just friends? Question mark? Well, or is he just trying I mean, to get her to not be mad at him? I don't know. I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think subconsciously he those feelings yeah. are there. Mm-hmm. But Maybe I think he's like, I just want her to talk to me and I want her to feel like she matters, I think. Yeah. And also, okay. Why he literally dedicated the way you look tonight to her after she requested yeah. it to I think that Andy's yep. just being a classical, classic, typical guy, just being stupid and not communicating <laughs> how he feels. But I guess April isn't really communicating it either. But like, she, yeah, not forwardly. Right, 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 right. But whatever. He's just being really oblivious. But yeah. I'm glad that he did that um, in the article. And then now we're at, <laughs> I love to, oh, maybe the, I put this in quotes. So maybe this was my favorite line where Leslie says, I'm proud to say it's somewhere the mayor can never pee on it. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Yeah. And Evelyn yep. takes back her card. It was so, yeah. it broke my freaking heart. It really, really bummed me out when she took back her card. And Leslie's face is yeah. so grave and disappointed. Yeah. But I, I like, I think it also like has this symbol of like what Leslie is willing to get rid of to do the right thing in her eyes, mm. which is really noble. That's um, so true. So, yeah, I like that. I saw another pigeon on the recycling bin behind her in the corner. Nice. Just FYI. So there is that. Yeah, but we you're right. She just does. Yeah, we got to mention the pigeons. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was a lot of sacrifice for what she believes is the correct thing to do. So, uh-huh. and we'll never know. But I love this idea. I never. I wouldn't have thought of this, or at least I don't think I would have. But I love this idea of she um, gave the possum to the Pawnee Zoo. So now yep. it's uh, it's not dead. It's not, um, you know, alive in the wild. It's alive in um, a contained space where, again, the mayor yep. can never pee on it. <laughs> and I just think that's brilliant. That's the true goal. Exactly. Yeah. What a nice I solution. Um, yeah. I like it. I also love this line of when... Leslie has like a successful career. She wants to be wearing a beautiful blue hat when she's like looking back on her career. That's so random. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's so Leslie though to have that specific of a thing picked out. A hundred percent. Oh my God. Um, And then now I'm at the tag. If you've got anything left before that. I am too. And we have Leslie and April, you know, welcoming Anne back mm-hmm. and uh, April like, the plan, it looks like the plan was to not tell Anne that there's a possum in her house. Right. But you can tell 
Leslie's face. This is so well acted by Amy because it's like, she's just like so nervous, like looking back and forth a little bit. And like, and then she just lets it loose. There's a possum, possum, possum. <laughs> There's a possum here. So um, yeah, it's great. And then I know. Well, she the leaves. timing of it all too. Where yeah, she, where that's she's true. Like right before she breaks, like before that, she's like, "Don't say anything. We're not going to say anything. This is the plan." April's like, "Don't say it. Just don't say it." And then she just can't do it. Not even yeah. like she doesn't even make it one minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she awkwardly leaves April and Anne together. Right, right. She just runs out the door. Oh my god! Yeah. But at least the possum isn't there. It'd be worse if the possum was actually still there. But oh, thank gosh, God, they yeah. Got Can it you out. imagine? Um, which so I think it would be a hilarious side note. Slash, I was kind of waiting for a deleted scene to see how they got the possum back in the crate. Like, yeah. you know, maybe they did call animal control, or maybe they broke down and got Andy. Or I could trust Leslie to do it once they like got in c- control of their nerves. Or yeah, yeah Leslie. Uh huh. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, something about yeah. I don't remember. Oh, have you seen um Goldmember? Um, the Austin Powers one. Mm-mm. Oh my god. Okay. Well, there's a scene where it, it's not a spoiler for all my people who watch Austin Powers. It really reminded me of when Austin Powers sees this guy, Fred Savage, actually, who is um Corey's from Boy Meets World real life yep. brother um who fred savage is a great actor and writer in his own right but um he has a mole on his lip and austin powers cannot stop saying mole in literally every sentence he's like nice to mole you meet you nice to meet your mole i said mole don't say mole <laughs> it's so good so funny i'm gonna have to send you that because it is just perfect so you should definitely watch yes. Austin powers please do please send it have to you me. seen any of them I've seen one of them, but I don't. It's the one where he goes turtle, turtle. Is that an Austin Powers Austin movie? Powers. I feel like that's it's uh, Mike that's Myers, the Dana Carvey one, right? It's Mike Myers. Oh, okay. I think that's the House of Impressions or something. I think Dana Carvey's Maybe. in it because Mike Myers and okay. him do everything together or a lot of things together. Yeah. Uh, well, Dana Carvey is the Wayne's World guy, so yeah. Um, that makes sense. It, it checks out. Yeah. It's another movie, but uh, you, I think you'd like Austin Powers. You and Connor, I think, would really enjoy it. <laughs> we'll have to put it on our list. Yeah, 100%. We'll Connor. It's so funny. Um, but anyway, do you have anything else left on this episode? I don't. That's it. Yay. Okay. So that's the possum. So exciting. Thank you um, for going along with all of our tangents and deep dives. It yes. was a wild one today, and I'm not going to apologize for it because it was wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I um the next one's parks or, or um safety. Oh yeah, park, park safety. safety. Uh huh. Yeah, perfect. Which this one's Andy Samberg. Yes, correct. This one is Andy Samberg. Love I messed it. it up last time. Love it so much. So um yeah, and which by the way, um speaking of Andy Samberg, I already told you that I started watching Brooklyn Nine Nine a little bit, and for yeah. some reason it's kind of like New Girl in the sense where like it's not. My favorite, kind of like you were talking about Superstore, um, mm-hmm. where it's just not at that level yet. Maybe it's just because I need to get very, like, I need just not wa- I just need to watch it more kind of thing. It's also yeah. very campy. And so I've just got it. My favorite part, if I'm being completely honest, is Rosa. I don't know why. <laughs> I, just, I love her. I yeah, too. she's great. She just seems the most, but the, like, the chief is also hilarious. Oh, I love him. I think he's great. Yeah. But uh, anyways, okay. Well, do you have anything else left to say, Maddie? I don't think so. Okay. Awesome. 
Well, um, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you for the next one. And um, we hope that you have a lovely week. If there's anything else you would like us to research. Also, I keep forgetting to say this, but um, follow us on Instagram if you'd like to get updates or Twitter. Um, It's just Park Pals Podcast, and I post on there all the time. Um, Well, all the time. I post enough. (laughs) So (laughs) there's that. Um, But, yeah, we will see you for the next one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks. Bye. There's a park and some pals and there's also therapy too.